Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie Uncensored. We have officially moved to Patreon. Unfortunately, I have discovered that podcasts pay nothing and cost a lot. So I am going to have to try to get some subscribers that will help support the podcast. So the next few episodes of the podcast, we're going to be definitely releasing on Patreon so I can keep giving you the tea. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. Come on, bitch, 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 let's go. Come on, get, get, get ready, bitches. into uh army hammers um hammer time i love that l magazine's name is hammer time <laughs> so army hammer is the heir to the arm and hammer fortune yes. um his grandfather funnily just bought it as a joke like that that's when you know that you're rich you're like i'll just buy this baking soda company for fun because i can't you know fucking genius i should have thought of that <laughs> so he bought baking um, soda i didn't know that was his company I knew he yeah, owned that, the museum in LA. That no, had like, that's yeah. how he got that name, Army Hammer. It's after the baking soda. <laughs> You're kidding me. You guys didn't know that? No. Oh, God. Wait, that's, yeah. I don't know if I'm like so embarrassed for him or if I think that's cool. <laughs> I No, I think it's so cool. Like who the fuck thought about D making your fridge not smell bad? Like, I mean, who yeah, thinks of that? Because, that's what, a, because you know what? For I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard of his name until last year. And people kept sending it to me. And I'm like, do you mean Arnold Schwarzenegger? They're like, no, Army. I'm like, you mean Arnie? They're like, no, Army. And then I'm like, the baking soda guy? Like, I didn't even know he was an actor. I just thought he was like this good looking guy. Yeah. So, so let, let's, let's talk about why he's interesting because otherwise, I mean, <laughs> nobody really gives a shit about this guy, really. I mean, he's been in like what his only movie was the Facebook movie that I could think of. <laughs> the social network. Yeah, that okay, was now, the only okay. movie I ever heard of. This was like the first time I actually gave a shit about this guy. But I mean, he's hot, but like, who who is he? He is days? hot. And you know what? One thing I have to say, and I this, again, why Dana wanted me to co-host with her, you know, she assumes that you know I'd be into cannibalism <laughs> because I mean, all rich people are twisted. Yes, totally. Yes, are, That's Dana. exactly <laughs> why I do. But, but you know what? So people were sending me his screenshots, and I literally was like so nonchalant. I was like. But I'm like, you know, when you're that hot and you have that much money, of course you're a little freaking twisted. Now, I don't know what a lot of people didn't know is his wife is an extreme, extreme feminist. And he had done these interviews years ago where he said, you don't know what it's like being married to a feminist. Like you can't call them a fucking whore. You can't pull their hair. Cause at the end of the day, like it's your wife. There has to be some, some basic respect, you know, which, or there should was, be at least. Which is like a weird conversation you'd think she would have had with him at some point before marrying right. him. So, so that's why <laughs> none of this weird shit ever went on with his wife. He had all these, you know, nefarious type of affairs. To put this in context. Yes. Um, okay, so here are some of his um, text messages. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to try to, I don't know, make it sound sexy, okay? <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Casey, buckle okay. up. <laughs> Okay. So they start out kind of tame, you know, it's some subordinate and he's like, I need you to rent us a place and set it up with a list of things I'll mail you about. So he's asking for this subordinate to rent a place for them, I guess, to fuck and kill each other. I don't know. That's what I'm getting out of that. And then 
he moves on and she's saying, Hey, I belong to you. You know, you're, I right. do everything and you tell well, me, daddy. What I find them all twisted is he calls them all kittens, kittens. And he, ah! kept, he kept telling all his kittens that you're my only kitten. Let me just, let me just give you this one to, to chew yes. on. Okay. Uh, good girl. Your body is so fucking perfect and it's mine and yep. I'm into you. I need your blood. I crave it. Hmm. That's interesting. So what do you think about the blood thing? What's up with that? I mean, as someone who shoots themselves up with IVs full of, you know, you, <laughs> I stumped you with that one. Be honest. <laughs> you know, okay, look, I have dated a lot of weird rich guys and I will admit that they have some for the 90% proportionally, they all have something weird about them. Some kind of weird fetish. My whole thing is where do we draw the line between, okay, it's a fetish, therefore it's okay because he's a father of three and it's BDSM. Then like, this is not kink anymore when you're holding a knife up to my neck. And, and then the weirdest thing goes, I don't think that he originally, see, you would think if you're that good looking and you have that much money, you'd have to be into kink, right? Because just normal sex isn't going to get you off because you could have anybody. So you have to amp it up like 50 shades of gray. There's a reason why rich people are so twisted is because like when you can have anyone you want, the norm doesn't get you off. So to me, this makes perfect sense. And I wasn't even shocked by all of this. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, like. Okay, you grow up. That's why you're on this interview because what <laughs> yeah, the fuck know, are you bitch. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I he's a fucking fun. serial killer. Okay. No, no, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. If you watch the whole Fifty Shades series, it makes perfect sense. You know, because like when you when you can buy anything, that doesn't get you off anymore. You have to look for like you know the sexiness in in the stuff that's you know not mundane, the stuff that's peculiar. So, but the thing that I have an issue with is now he's got three kids. Like imagine growing up now and you read like, daddy, what's this? You, you cut off someone's toe. Was it mommy? Like, <laughs> Why'd that, you want that, to put that, it in your pocket? Fucking, yeah. Let me read you this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll try to do yeah. a sexy voice now. Okay. Oh God. It's incredibly frustrating. I don't know. You were the most interest and extreme version of that. I've ever had raping you on your floor with a knife against you. Everything else seemed boring. You crying and screaming, me standing over you. I felt like a God. I've never felt yeah. such power or intensity. When you have everything, you need something else to give you that adrenaline rush. You're always chasing that next high. Are these DMs real? They were very risque DMs. Uh, with someone who I was involved with in very much a sort of like um, kink-based relationship. Now you and They're I have traveled real, right? Several so we've of his gone down the line. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay. So we've gone down the line of, as you just said, several of his girlfriends confirmed. His wife has admitted that there's his ex-wife. His I wife. His say. wife called him a sociopath and said he was certifiable. Right. And what happened, which was um, really interesting, was a, a writer, Jessica Presley from Elle magazine, who wrote an article about him in 2013, came out on Twitter, which is very unusual for a writer to do when this right. first started happening. And she said, I can't stop thinking about the interview I did with Arnie Hammer for Elle in 2013. 
I don't know why. And then she highlighted this section of the article, which was uh, him talking. One chick tried to stab me when we were having yes. sex. I should have no, not told he you He broke up story, with her seven said. months later. She was like, true love scars. You don't yes, have any. Yes, yes love scars. And it's not love until you have scars. I read that. Yes, and she wants to, to be butchered by him or something. Niche, like, it's fetish, this was, right? this was so in this interview. And, and then, wait, I went, back, I went to that L interview. I'm just saying, okay, so let me just go there. And I did my own deep dive because I was like, I want to know if I think he's lying or not. I just don't want to trust the ex-girlfriend and the wife. Like, who knows? No, she there's might- no way. So, so, so another writer asked him, who would be your dream um, dinner guest, dead or alive? And he said, Desaad. Did you know who that is? He's like, um, he's best known for all of his erotic works, which are like combined with like philosophical discourse and pornography and sexual fantasies, but with a very strong emphasis on violence, suffering, anal sex, sodomy, crime, blasphemy against Christianity. And all of this was like, you know, you talk about like beating the housemaid while having an orgy with lots of prostitutes. And he said that if he could have a dinner again, dead or alive, and it would be this guy. Now, what does that fucking tell you? That these like these fantasies, they stem from a long time ago, okay? Because he has this habit of deleting and reactivating his Twitter after he's had too much to drink. And whenever he would have too much to drink, as we all know, you know you're know, you an ex-housewife, Dana. Sometimes things I don't know out, what like, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes things come out, like, you know, he said, I don't see crystal meth in the bathroom all no, night long. Yeah, well, he's got a, ke- he's obviously got a chemical issue. Okay, this goes deeper than, you know, he's got some chemistry problem. And when he adds uh, drugs and alcohol and binges, which I'm sure he binges, then he is going to have this uh, kind of, you know, it's going to get rid of all of his restraint, right? And he's all of his sexual urges are going to come forth with no filter. If someone else comes up to you and says, oh my God, I heard you said this to that person, like you said, out of the context, out of the heat of the moment, out of that safe where it fucking sounds perfect to say, it's a little cringy. And I just want to say something I'm concerned about from the L article reading. And I just want to say this. I was reading it and he's like, my favorite things are like guns. I'm a huge gun enthusiast. Okay. But in the same sentence that he's talking about guns, he's like, I really enjoy going to the Angeles National Forest to shoot. Okay. Yeah. Now I want to say something like if anyone goes missing in LA and they always end up in that forest. Okay. So I'm not saying it's him, but I am saying that like, you don't want a guy who like knows all about the Angeles forest who likes guns. Yes. Who's now you, you into this. You don't want someone yeah. who basically knows how to make you disappear. Yeah, exactly my point. For the full scoop, head to our Patreon page. Click the coin icon on your player to check it out.